Welcome to the Lion's Den. Every major theatrical crime movie that's filmed in the city must have that scene where the ambulance or the police are racing through the streets with the sirens blaring. And it's a reason why, while you're watching these movies, why they do that. Because they're programming and conditioning you to have an understanding that when it comes to living in these major cities, the potential for danger requires the presence of the police. my seafood about this whole defunding the police bullshit that's going on and he said something that made me laugh he said defunding the police here in America would be like fucking a whore that has every sexually transmitted disease known to man without any protection with his wife, now he's arguing with little kids that don't belong to him. There's a call taker, he hit him yelling in the background, thinks he may be intoxicated. I haven't really gotten to that point yet, but I do want to do an episode in regards to Black Lives Matter. Because it's a, it's a fucking disgrace. See, the first problem is and, and and let me let me say this first. And I I've, I've mentioned this on a previous episode. No man, especially black man or woman, should deserve to lose their life when engaging with the police. But the contradictive nature that's going on here in our society, especially when it comes to black people. We'll back an organization that really doesn't have our best interests at heart. And we'll, we'll embrace this level of criminality. That's why I call it. It's a, it's, a, it's a criminality culture that we're embracing. I'll probably do another episode on that, too. But the one thing that you notice that people are not screaming about or getting all uptight about or for one black families what about bringing the structure of our black families back they're not even being pacific to you what they stand for yeah they're they're giving you the the illusion of you know black men and women who are 
are, are being killed by police. But they're, they're really not being really specific of what their true aim and goal is. And if they really stood for black people, how come there's no mention of all of our young people, these little girls and boys, these little black girls and boys, innocent, minding their business, and they get caught by a stray bullet and end up losing their lives. Where's the outcry for them? There isn't no outcry for them. Because when it comes to the so-called <laughs> stance against police brutality and black men and our black culture, all it is is a bunch of bullshit. The disturbance over at Carmen and Washtenaw. This Washtenaw and Carmen. So, heavy set male black, white t shirt, camouflage, pants, flagging down drivers at the intersection, panhandling. Now, I live here on the east coast of Wilmington, Delaware, and I bet that a lot of people will agree with me that policing is not bad all over the United States. Now, is there a level of anxiety that comes with, you know, uh, a police officer pulling up next to you while you're in your car or when a police officer pulls up behind you? Yes, there is a level of anxiety, especially when it comes to black people. But in talking about it from a general standpoint, Everyone has that anxiety because you don't know if they're going to put their lights on and pull your ass over. But the one that one thing that kills me that a lot of people are not talking about. And let me make sure I again make myself clear. No one should be put in a position or put themselves in a position where they would need to be killed by police I mean just like you know here in the inner city of where I live there's a lot of like gun shootings that's going on in our in our inner cities and I do question the police about that because not saying I want them to engage in that type of behavior but I do notice that they always show up after the fact. There's there's never a situation here in Wilmington, Delaware, where you have heard about any police officers engaging in any type of gun battles. But yet we have young black men, black women, and young kids being gunned down in our streets. So I do hold them to a level of accountability when it comes to that. 
But on the other side of that, you know, in regards to, you know, continuing to talk about when you're engaging with the police, like for a traffic stop, we also have to have a level of accountability with ourselves. You have to make sure you understand you have to have a certain type of conduct with yourself. I want to make sure I stress, you know, no one should be put in a position to have to lose their life engaging with police. But we also have to hold ourselves accountable on how we are handling things when we're engaging. So let's, let's look at both sides of what's going on here. Let's dig deeper to see what's actually going on here. Because it's real easy to stay on the surface and just take what you have been told by the media and get caught up all in your emotions. Let's dig deeper, people. And if we really want to get things together, if we really want to make things right, we need to stop pointing the finger out at everybody else. Because when it really comes down to it, it starts with us. Scared of them. I'm serious, man. You ever be at a red light, the police might pull up next to you. It won't be no big deal for you, but you know what? Well, I'll fucking fall apart. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, don't look over there. No, no, no. Like I always talk about, the people here in the general population of the United States make too many of their decisions based solely on their emotions. And when you make decisions that are led by your emotions, it's usually the wrong decision. And that's what's happening once again when it comes to all this police footage of black men and women being harassed or harmed by the police. Now, are there some things that need to be corrected when it comes to the police in our neighborhoods and communities? Yes. But we cannot be caught up and fooled into thinking something needs to be eliminated based on what you have been influenced by when it comes to your government and or your media. Let's go there. I want you to think about what kind of society would we be living in if it wasn't any police presence there. There are a lot of people, especially black people, who live in some of the most impoverished areas in the United States, places where it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world. And I would bet if you went out into those neighborhoods and communities and asked some of the people who live there if, you know, if they would like to see the police departments in their neighborhoods and communities defunded, I bet the majority of them would say no. There are people in urban city areas that actually thrive from the presence of their local police departments because they feel there are certain elements in their living conditions that they want to protect and you think they're going to allow a bunch of overly emotional motherfuckers take away their protection you're delusional if you think that people in this society who have a lot of shit to protect is going to grant your wishes of defunding the police. Black people here in America piss me off. 
We don't even care about each other. We don't love each other. We don't trust each other. We don't support each other. Then we want to have a fit when people from other races and cultures do the same shit we do to ourselves. At the end of the day, we should be policing our own kids, teens, families, neighborhoods, and communities. We should have such a support system in place for our own that the police themselves would think twice before they would put themselves in a position that's harmful to our people's well-being. But do we do that? No, we don't. So what are you complaining about? The major problem with black people today is, you know, no one has no self-accountability anymore. We're always looking for someone else to fix our problems. When are we going to stop and take a hard look at ourselves? It's obvious when we do take a look at ourselves, we really don't like what we see. What is it that we really want to change? The rules haven't changed. In order for you to change your environment, you must first change yourself. Show your support for the D-Win Legacy Podcast and hit us on our cash app at dollar sign capital D-S-O-U-L-S capital P-R-O 21 as we continue to bring you great content every week that will make you think.
Well, I know I'm going to get a lot of pushback for this episode, but it is what it is. But we have to be very, very careful when you're talking about something like defunding the police. Now, I want to paint a picture for you. I'm going to give you a visual. And we're going to step into the realm of that movie like The Purge. That's the type of that's the type of environment you will be creating if you had no type of policing or authority in your neighborhoods, cities and communities. And we just have to be mindful. <laughs> and like I said, be very careful for what we wish for because guess what? You just might get it. You just might get it. So, but that wraps up this episode of the D win legacy podcast. I want to thank everyone all across the world for taking the time to listen in. You are much appreciated. We would also appreciate if you would support the D win legacy podcast, you can go to our anchor.fm page the D win legacy podcast and click the support button. Or you can hit us on our cash app at dollar sign capital D S O U L S capital P R O 21 and show your support. So we let, we can keep bringing you great content and we have some other things in stored that I think a lot of people are going to enjoy. One saying that, We'll be back next week with another episode that will make you think. Peace.